So, so often we actually put ourselves in this like mental prison and we keep holding ourselves back from healing because it's so much easier to deflect and put the blame on the other person instead of acknowledging where we went wrong or where we could have done better or where we played a role in the relationship. You know what I mean? So as I mentioned in previous episodes, the easiest one that comes to mind that I use with all my clients is cheating. I have been cheated on many, many times. And it's so easy to be like, men are shitty, men cheat, men are unloyal, men are unfaithful, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not saying that it was right that any of them cheated on me because it fucking hurt and it created so many wounds inside of me and I was broken for a really long time and I had a lot of deep trust wounds. Like I was broken and it was so hard for me to trust people. And because I didn't heal from like the first time I got cheated on, I just carried that wound into the next one and the next one. And now that I'm out of those relationships and I have this awareness, I've gone to the root causes of the root cause of what, you know, happened in my relationships, I realized that I wasn't an angel either. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast, where we break through all the fears, obstacles, and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from the life relationships, and business or career you desire. I am your host, Evelyn Huynh, founder of Evolve and Unite Coaching Institute, speaker and transformational life coach specializing in inner child and generational trauma healing. Join me each week to heal and strengthen the relationship with yourself and activate your authentic voice so that you can evolve mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. What is up, you beautiful soul? Happy Thursday. You are looking beautiful today. I can't see you, but I know you are. This is episode eight of the Evolve with Evelyn podcast, and I'm so excited that you're here because in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three ways to help you navigate through childhood wounds in your relationships, whether it's relationships with your partners, your family, your friends. And disclaimer, this is how I I navigated through, it's what I did, what's worked for me, but every single person's situation is going to be completely different and it's complex, so take everything with a grain of salt. This is a podcast episode, so if we were to be working together one-on-one, I'd be able to get so much more detail about what's going on in your relationships to give you the proper tools for you, but this is a very broad, these are broad tools that you can use and implement in whatever way feels good to you. So, Before we get into the episode, I do want to remind you that on Monday, November 22nd, so next Monday, I am hosting a free masterclass on free yourself from family holiday anxiety. So if you're someone who experiences anxiety connected to the holiday season or around family gatherings, if you're someone who experiences social anxiety, If you feel there are unresolved emotions within your relationships or you feel like you have to tone down or suppress your authentic self around the holiday time, then this masterclass is for you. So in this free masterclass, you're going to receive practical tips to understand why you feel the way you do and how to feel more empowered in these situations where you may be triggered or anxious. You're going to learn simple to use tools that you can apply to any situation 
You're going to feel freedom from worrying about how your holiday is going to be by learning how to create inner safety and trust, which is so fucking important. And you're going to find peace and release any expectations around the holidays that keep you feeling disappointed. So if you want more information, want to know if this is for you, then head over to evolvewithevelyn.com forward slash masterclass and the information to register will be in the show notes. By the way, it's completely free. So consider this your early Christmas holiday present from me. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So I'm really excited about this episode because it's a follow-up to episode six, where I shared with you three ways childhood wounds may be affecting your relationships. And so many of you absolutely loved it. It's probably the most listened to episode on the podcast so far. So as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you now three ways to help you navigate childhood wounds in relationships. So we're going to start off with number one, which is awareness. This is one of the most important pieces when it comes to healing, when it comes to navigating through childhood wounds in any area, especially in your relationships. Because the problem is so many of us don't even know what childhood wounds are. And because we don't know what they are, we don't know how it's currently affecting us and affecting our relationships. Because when we're going into partnerships with people, relationships, even interactions and communications with our friends and family, we come as we are. And oftentimes that means coming with our wounds and trauma. We're communicating with our wounds and traumas. So when we don't have this awareness, our wounds are often the ones that are speaking loud. They're the ones reacting. They're the ones acting impulsively, saying mean things that are manipulating, etc. And we don't even realize it. So for me, I had no idea what the fuck inner child or childhood wounds were when I was in relationships in the past. Mind you, I've been single for the past four years because I have been just focusing on my own healing, but there's been so much reflection on all of my relationships. I'm your Scorpio, hopeless romantic, wants to be a mom, super old fashioned, like that's who I am. And I'm doing all this work now so that I can be the best partner, the best wife, the best parent for my future family. And looking back to my all past relationships, they were all toxic, but one of the common denominators was me. I'm not a bad person. I'm actually a really great person, but you can be a great person and still have wounds that can unfortunately make you toxic. Because when you have childhood wounds that are being triggered, it triggers something inside of you that forces you to act differently. You know what I mean? Say things you don't mean, act impulsively, etc. So having that awareness is so key. And unfortunately, when I was in these relationships in my early 20s, late teens, I didn't really have anybody in my life that was telling me, oh, Evelyn, these are like these things are happening. You're having these problems and you're fighting all the time and you're super jealous and this person's cheating on you and yada, 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 because of your childhood wounds or because of their childhood wounds, right? So that's why I'm so passionate about talking about these topics because we're not taught them in school. And then people grow up with these wounds and we go into adulthood and we're trying to just survive and achieve success and just live our happiest life. But then we have these wounds that are holding us back and we're not even aware of them. So when we are doing this work, when we are coming across, when you're coming across content or podcast episodes or videos and it triggers something inside of you where you're like, holy shit, like I might have childhood wounds. Listen, take note, read, 
like have it integrate into your body. That awareness is going to change everything in your life. I wish, I wish so badly I had this awareness in my past relationships because they would have been so different and they would have ended so differently. But I had those experiences for me to learn from them so that I can have these teachings to now share with you. Because if you're in relationships right now, and you feel like there are childhood wounds that are coming to at play, coming to play at play, on your end, on your partner's end. That awareness is going to help you actually begin navigating through it. So, first step to navigating childhood wounds in relationships is definitely awareness. Just the the idea of you being like, okay, they're here, like I have them, and then what can I do moving forward? Because so many people will still be in denial and try to run away from it or ignore it or say well, I don't have childhood wounds. There's no childhood wounds. And then they continue struggling or they continue, you know, being in this toxic relationship cycle and then also complaining and playing victim, being in the victim mentality. You know what I mean? And number two is getting to the root. And this is definitely a lot easier said than done, but let me tell you, it is so much more satisfying done than said. So getting to the root often... I won't say always, but it definitely requires support from outside, whether it's coaches, mentors, therapists, practitioners, psychologists, whatever person that you feel most comfortable with, because we don't know what we don't know and we can't see our own blind spots, right? So every issue, every symptom, every problem, every block, every challenge, there's always a root cause. The problem is we've been conditioned as a society to put band-aids over solutions. So we never actually get to the root of what's actually going on, whether it's cheating, whether it's fighting, whether it's arguments, whether it's miscommunication, like there's always something deeper at play. So just a quick example, in one of my past relationships, we fought all the fucking time. Like I'm talking about everything for some reason, I would just blow it up to be so much bigger than it needed to be. Mind you, if you listen to episode six, you'll know that I have deep abandonment wounds, right? So when you have when you have deep abandonment wounds, you have this fear that you're going to be left behind, that you're going to be left out, that someone's going to leave you. And so you do things to feel like you can hold on to them and keep them. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that everything that you do is going to be logical or sane. Sometimes it's really manipulative and fucked up. And that's what I did, not even realizing it. And it was, it was so weird because in those fights, I just remember kind of like it was almost like an out-of-body experience. We would be fighting and everything in me is like, like, why are you fighting, Evelyn? Like, this is nothing to fight about. But then it just kept happening. Like, words just kept coming out of my mouth. I kept reacting and it was almost like... Like I said, an out-of-body experience. Like there was a part of me that just like was trying to fight. And because in that fighting, my ex fighting back almost made me feel more connected to him. I don't know. It's really messed up. And then there was also the part where like I would threaten to leave. And then I think my wounds felt safe with him being like, like, no, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want you to leave. Like, I want, it was almost like it needed that reassurance. Does that make sense? So many of us need that reassurance and that external validation. And in order to get it, we'll try to get it in really messed up and fucked up ways. Mind you, I have learned a lot. So don't do what I did. But I also know from the coaching that I do now, there's actually a lot of people 
who do the same thing and they're sabotaging their relationships without realizing it. But when I really learned and thought about and reflected and healed, why I did that was because of my, my abandonment wounds. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust relationships. I didn't trust that he wouldn't leave. And so I would do, and I needed that reassurance because I just, in my gut, in my heart, it was like, he's going to leave. So how do you keep him? And I'm not saying again, like the ways that we actually do it when we're wounded is logical or sane or makes sense. It's oftentimes illogical, irrational, and it doesn't make sense. But we do it because it's our inner child wounds. Our inner child is wounded and needs that reassurance. So get to the root cause of the, the fights, of the cheating, of what's actually going on. Like, why are you reacting the way that you are? What is actually happening? What's happening beneath the surface? So often when we are fighting or we're having problems in relationships, we actually never take the time to take it one step deeper. And I will say it is a lot easier to get to that point when you're out of the relationship because you're not around it. So then you actually have the time and space to reflect on it. And for those of you who are listening, who are in relationships, it's not as easy for you to do that. I totally understand. So if you're listening to this and there's parts of you that are, you're like, holy shit, like this is me. This is our relationship. What do I do now? Make space for yourself. Like go on a trip solo so that you can just reflect on your own life, on your relationship, urge your partner to go take a trip. Um, there's so many things that you can do to create that space for yourself so that you do have that time to reflect. You do have that time to be able to get to the root cause. Or one of the easiest ways is to work with someone. Work, I would like friends and family are amazing and we love them, right? But when it comes to relationship problems and especially childhood wounds, if their wounds are not healed and they don't know how to do this stuff, they can actually, conversations with them and really confiding in them with topics like this can actually lead us in a worse place than when we actually went to them for support. So I would highly recommend reaching out for support from someone who actually has experience doing this work. So like I mentioned, therapists, psychologists, mental health professionals, um, life coaches, relationship coaches, neuro-linguistic programming practitioners, all that stuff. And if you have any questions, you can totally reach out to me and I can either steer you in the right direction or if we end up being a good fit together, then we can totally chat about that and you can just DM me or email me. But yeah, so you want to make space for yourself so that you can reflect and get to the root cause. That's so important. So just to recap quickly, the three ways to help you navigate childhood wounds in relationships is number one, this awareness that you even have childhood wounds that are coming up in the relationship. Number two is getting to the root cause, not just putting band-aids over problems, like dig a little bit deeper. And then number three, this one, take a deep breath, is probably one of the hardest things to do, but it is one of the most impactful things that you will ever do. And that is taking responsibility. And let me preface this by saying taking responsibility does not mean that you're saying it's my fault, right? And it's also not saying the other person was right. However, what I've noticed in my healing journey, in all of my clients' healing journey, this is actually one of the most important components of healing. So in my SPARK method, which is what I use in my SPARK sessions, which is my signature inner child and generational trauma healing session, 
One of the components is acknowledge the challenge, which is where we take responsibility for the part and the role that we play in the relationship or in the problem that we are experiencing. It is so easy, especially in relationships, communication and interaction with family, friends, your partners, your spouses, your boyfriends, girlfriends, fiancés, etc., to put the blame on the other person, right? They cheated on me. They hurt me. They said this. They did this. And I'm not saying that what they did or said is right or wrong. That's not for me to decide, right? But there is a part that we played in the situation. It takes two to tango. So, so often we actually put ourselves in this like mental prison and we keep holding ourselves back from healing because it's so much easier to deflect and put the blame on the other person instead of acknowledging where we went wrong or where we could have done better or where we played a role in the relationship. You know what I mean? So as I mentioned in previous episodes, the easiest one that comes to mind that I use with all my clients is cheating. I have been cheated on many, many times. And it's so easy to be like, men are shitty, men cheat, men are unloyal, men are unfaithful, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not saying that it was right that any of them cheated on me because it fucking hurt and it created so many wounds inside of me and I was broken for a really long time and I had a lot of deep trust wounds. Like I was broken and it was so hard for me to trust people. And because I didn't heal from like the first time I got cheated on, I just carried that wound into the next one and the next one. And... Now that I'm out of those relationships and I have this awareness, I've gone to the root causes of the root cause of what, you know, happened in my relationships. I realized that I wasn't an angel either. I came into those relationships with deep childhood wounds. They came into the relationship with deep childhood wounds. And because of that triggering of each other's childhood wounds, I was emotionally manipulative. I wasn't, I was disempowered. I was insecure. I wasn't like Evelyn. I wasn't my highest self. I wasn't this bright, beautiful, confident, courageous, fearless person that I am today. I was all my wounds. And looking back in hindsight, you know, thinking back to how I would fight and the things that I would say and how I would react because of my wounds, I'm like, well, no fucking wonder they cheated, right? I always believe that there's a reason for everything. And if a person is cheating, I, I've never come across a situation where someone cheated because they intentionally wanted to hurt the other person. They might think that they wanted to hurt the other person because they want the other person to feel the hurt that they feel subconsciously. And it's kind of, it's all sorts of fucked up. But it was almost like a cry for help when I think back to my partners who've cheated on me and... Again, I'm not saying that it was right and I was very, very hurt, but I'm also kind of like, I can see why they did and I can take responsibility for the part I played in that happening because I guarantee you, and I know this in my heart and in my gut, if I was healed and I didn't come with wounds and I was my most highest, empowered, confident, courageous, fearless, unshakable self, chances are my partners would not have cheated on me. And I'm not saying that it was my fault because they, it takes, again, it takes two to tango, but I'm just painting this perspective and 
offering you another different, I guess, perspective and insight to, to this because for the longest time, and this is what really held me back from healing and what kept me wounded and hurt and angry and sad and resentful was putting all the blame on the other person. Like, I have trust wounds because of them. They did this. It's their fault. Like they're to blame. They're the bad guy. But it's not just all them because I played a part in that. And when I was able to take responsibility for the part that I played, I was then able to have more compassion for myself. I was then able to forgive myself, which guess what? In turn and simultaneously allows you to have more compassion and forgive the other person. And you're not forgiving the other person because they deserve it. You're forgiving the other person because you deserve it. Does that make sense? So I know that this is a really touchy topic and it's going to, you know, ruffle some feathers for a lot of people. And if you want to have a deeper conversation on this, definitely DM me. I'd love to know and hear your thoughts. But Man, y'all, I cannot tell you when I'm on these spark sessions and I see that resistance in a client, right? When I tell them, okay, we're going to be taking some responsibility because their first reaction oftentimes is like, well, what do I have response? What do I have? What is there for me to take responsibility for? Like, how could I be at fault for anything? But they, they keep an open mind. And then as we're going through the session and they're starting to see, you know, their perspective, their partner or the other person's perspective. And then you're able, they're able to see the big picture. Like there's your side, their side, and there's the truth. And when we're able to see the truth, which involves being able to see both sides, then you start to see things that you didn't see while you were in the relationship or while you were in the fight or while you were in the conversation. When you're able to pull yourself out of it and see things from a bird's eye view, it gives you this newfound perspective on it. And with that newfound perspective, you're able to get new learnings and lessons and teachings that helps you heal from it, that helps you move forward from it, that helps you let go and release and forgive and have more compassion and more self-love. So that, my friends, are the three ways to help you begin navigating childhood wounds in relationships. The first step is awareness The second step is getting to the root. And number three and the third step is taking responsibility. And once again, disclaimer, this is what's worked for me. This is what's worked for a lot of my clients. So take everything on this episode or in this episode with a grain of salt because not every single person is the same. Humans are complex. You'll have different relationships. How you navigate childhood wounds with your parents is going to be different from how you navigate it with your partners or your friends. And what's super, super important is that you are just doing what's best for you and your relationship. So if you have any questions, if you want to dive into this further, then you can totally DM me on Instagram at Evolve with Evelyn. You can book a session. We can chat. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, and if you'd like to hear more episodes like this, then I would love and super appreciate if you could leave me a review on Apple podcast and tag me on your stories, sharing this episode, do all the things. I'd love to connect with you. I love, love, love hearing from you, how it's impacted you, what you've taken away and what you'd like to hear more of. So with that being said, 
I love you. I hope you have the most amazing Thursday. And don't forget, if you haven't registered for the Free Yourself from Family Holiday Anxiety Free Masterclass on Monday, November 22nd at 5 p.m. PST, then click the link in the show notes and I'll see you inside. I love you. Have an amazing day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.